Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the best show on the internet, Reddit Readings. Today, we are getting fired up with episode 144. If you like our show and want more of it, head on over to our YouTube channel where we are starting to make YouTube-specific content that's unique and not on the podcast. To alleviate a little confusion and make it easier for you guys to find it, we have just renamed the YouTube channel The RR Show. You can find it at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash The RR Show YT. There'll also be links bloody everywhere, so go find one and find our channel, subscribe, like the videos, because we are making some very special videos over there just for you guys, and they will be coming in the next couple of days. As always, thank you very much for listening to our show. Grab your tea, your popcorn, and let's dive right in. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Our first story today is from Weird Stories Here. New ownership takes over, and Guy goes on vacation for two years due to stupid new rules. A family friend was working at the same company since he was 26 up to when he was 64 when the blow started. I did get his approval to retell the story, just not include anything too specific, so I'm keeping it anonymous and quite general on the specific details. Part of the problem was the laws in the country increasing the retirement age from 62 to 65 when he was in his early mid-50s, and then again from 65 to 67 when he was about 62 to 63. The old owners were a family and run the business with benefits to the employees. From everything I have heard, I think they were giving extra vacation weeks after every six years at the company. So on top of the standard four weeks, he had an extra six weeks at the time of the events. Also, people had access to two weeks of working from home office when the job allowed them to, or an extra week off for those that couldn't use it. So he was getting 11 weeks off every year. As a bonus, the family owners were allowing people above 55 to use their vacation time as they desired. All at once, with about a two-week notice, which was just a courtesy according to the guy, or segmented or even not use it and pile it up for when retirement came. Another issue we have in our country is that when you submit retirement paperwork to the government, they take fucking ages. So 
It is often the case that they may take over two years to calculate what to pay you and start actually paying you. Of course, they pay back that time, but it is still an issue. For the period they delay and calculate, you are not getting only the minimum amount, but the guy had already about 44 years of experience and a bit more ahead of him as an engineer, and a well-paid one at that, which meant a great retirement amount. So the owners allowed people to gather up their weeks of time off at the end of it and take 20 to 30 weeks off while submitting their retirement paperwork. So the money being paid would last them longer into that calculation period. Of course, some didn't use it like that, but many did. So the company gets sold because the owners saw some writing on the wall that their profiting wouldn't last more than six to seven years and they wanted out. It was due to old age as well. New ownership, part of some Coca-Cola subsidiary takes over and starts removing previous rules. At the guy's position, there were three of them, him, a second colleague, and a third one. They push out the second, or fire him, and the third one has a heart attack literally a week later. Rip. They also go and dock his pay by 15% because he's making too much for a simple engineer. The three of them hold a patent for the machinery used on something specific, a second one on how to make that machinery, and a third one on the process of production of a small but significant part. Old owner had allowed them to put the patent on them when they invented a new, 30% cheaper and 75% faster way of production years ago. So suddenly, he is alone in that position at 64 and the company hires six people for him to train. At the same time, they give him up to the end of the year for all the piled up vacation time to be claimed. Notice the wording, claimed, not used. So the guy was using between one and five weeks for the past decade. So he'd gathered 87 weeks of time off, including the current year but they hadn't looked at specific cases, apparently. So they get him the six new people to train and they tell him that he needs to have them trained in six months. He still has two and a half years until retirement. So he just goes and takes 87 weeks of vacation time with a three hour notice on a Friday evening starting the upcoming Monday. Still, no advance notifying is required. They don't pay attention to it until the next Thursday when the CEO notices that the six people have been sitting around all day and nobody's training them. The phone calls start, then emails, then letters get added to the mix, then home visits by low-ranking secretaries and such to deliver said letters. Then management is visiting his home. By week seven, the CEO has visited three times, but the door hasn't been opened once. His mother-in-law lives literally across the street, a little old woman, and him and his wife are taking care of her, so most of the time they're over there and can see everybody visiting their house. The production is actually running by itself, but no upkeep's done on the critical part of it. Week 11, he says that line one out of the two breaks down. They start visiting his house three to four times a day. Two weeks later, second line breaks down. He obviously has a lot of friends inside and is getting constant updates. At that point, they have only four weeks of backstock to keep the rest of production running. 
It is December, right before Christmas, and he goes in during week 13. He says he needs to take some things from his locker, and the CEO starts yelling at him. You're stopping your time off right now. You're coming back to work to fix everything up. So he offers to come back for three days under the agreement that the entire week will be returned to him for use for time off. The CEO reluctantly agrees and tries to push him also for the training. No budging, only fix things and then go on vacation. By Saturday, everything's fixed up and even leaves a couple of basic instructions on what needs greasing every week. And off he goes again. A few weeks pass. New Year has come round and the line has broken again. He gets called back and CEO pretends like the previous deal will be used again. He goes in for two days, fixes everything, explains a couple more things to the team of six who by now have other duties not to be sitting around all day. And when he's about to leave, the CEO says, Tomorrow at 8am. The guy says, What? And the CEO explains, You can claim your time off by the end of last year. You just ended your claim time off, so you're losing the remaining 69 weeks. The guy is furious. He just goes straight and reports the company to workers' rights. They are actually dumbfounded by the time off he has amounted, and the lady serving him calls her colleagues to listen in. They laugh their asses off at his story, and they actually issue a verdict the next day. It usually takes weeks, but apparently they had too much fun with this one. He's to get all of his time off under the previous rule, for the time accrued up before the rules changed. So he has his 69 weeks. Should be 70 due to him getting the one he worked on renewed by their deal, but he lost that one. And he also has the six weeks from the new year. So he goes in with the verdict and gives it personally to the fuming CEO. According to the guy, steam was coming out of his ears. The CEO accepts unwillingly the deal with the guy coming in for three days every five weeks off. If he's needed during his time off, tough luck. They should work to produce backstock. A full year goes by that way, and the guy is 66 at this point. He's been training the six slowly every five weeks, and he's on his last visit before he takes the last five weeks off. The CEO goes to him and delivers personally the firing notice for the first day he'll be back. He plays shocked and leaves for another five weeks. This one is a problem because if you apply for retirement, even with half a year early or less, you're losing significantly more than just the small period. He has about 10 months ahead of him for retirement. His last five weeks expire and he goes in to gather his stuff. Only a coffee cup was remaining, he knew this was coming and he'd taken everything over time. He gets an extremely big payout for the firing with no cause. Next day, he sends a cease and desist letter to the company for use of the three patents. He had talked with the fired guy, who had agreed with his revenge plan. He had already talked with the widow of the now dead friend and colleague as well, and had both of them on board. He had actually been supporting the widow, but he didn't say anything to anyone. I found out very recently from one of the other guys about it. So now the company has to stop using those machines and the method with zero notice. All the competitors have found and built and patented their own versions of the same, and if they don't find a solution, it's going to cost 40% more and double the time to produce the same parts of the procedure of production. 
so they would need to double the lines if they go and use the old method while they look for a new one. After just three weeks of looking to license the method of one of the competitors and not getting anywhere, stock being extremely low by that point, they struck a deal with the guy. He will be an external contractor, who obviously keeps the patent to his name. He will be doing the maintenance on his own, will be paid by the hour what he was previously making on a full day, and he will be on call for maintenance while having one person there at all time for upkeep. He went and stole all of the six people he trained and hired them in his new company and put them to work back at the factory again, with almost double the pay they were receiving. He fully trained them very quickly and was now getting paid a shit ton. The CEO was fired for almost stopping production. The deal was struck mere hours before backstock ended, and he also cost the company a ton of money by firing that guy. At the funeral of the old owner, many of the old employees met up and told their different stories, and apparently there were three more similar cases with patent holders, because the old owner treated his team extremely well. But he apparently was the only one to string them on for almost two years by being out on vacation time and getting paid. All of them had a great laugh, including the widow of the owner and his sister, who were the other two partners in the factory before it got sold. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Our next one is from Emu Funny. My sister doesn't want to free her living unpaid maid, so I got her fired. Obligatory backstory. Many of you have probably heard of families with strong hierarchy structures, normally with the eldest in the family having the most influence. My family is one of them, except my parents are drug-addicted deadbeats. So my eldest sister, 31 female, our entitled mother, raised all five of us. She is the boss of the family. She says jump, everyone says how high. The focal point of the story is my youngest sister, 20 female, who I'll call little sister. Most of us have a handful or at least a couple of memories of our mother before she lost her shit, except for little sister. For her, Entitled Mother is the only mum she has ever had, and Entitled Mother knows how to take advantage of that. All of us noped out of our parents' house as soon as we turned 18, except for Entitled Mother, who waited until Little Sister and our brother were raised in their mid-teens to move across the country, and soon found jobs and accommodation for all of us to move to the same state as her. Little Sister begged for years to move in with her, but entitled mother always denied, saying that somebody had to take care of our father, and because she and her new husband needed privacy and space. That was until entitled mother got pregnant. She got little sister to move in with her, and she's been there for the past two and a half years, helping out. Now, on to the story. Entitled father's family wanted to visit for a couple of weeks, so little sister had to stay with me for that time so that they could use her room. 
It's worth noting that Entitled Mother didn't ask or let me know about it, she just dropped Little Sister off. One day, she saw me studying for my master's degree and said something about how she always wanted to go to college, and this is how it went. So, why don't you? Oh, I talked to Entitled Mother about it, but she said not everyone is the college type and I wouldn't have time to work, study and take care of the niece at the same time. And it's expensive. Most people work and study at the same time, and she can put niece in daycare. I'm sure it wouldn't be that much more expensive than what she's already paying you. She doesn't pay me. She already gives me food and shelter, and if I need money, I just take a shift at work. And this is how I learned. My sister was not only babysitting, but also cleaning the whole house for free every day. She was even only working eight hours a week at her normal job because she was too busy taking care of the niece. Long story short, it took me weeks to convince her to apply to community college and then more weeks on the actual process, but she finally got confirmation she would start in September. All of that's behind Entitled Mother's Back. She was planning on telling everyone the next time we all got together, which would be at Independence Day. But before that could happen, Entitled Mother got everyone together at her house to announce that she was pregnant. Little sister started crying because now she wouldn't be allowed to go to college. Entitled Mother gets deeply hurt and offended that she planned this behind her back. I butt in. Our other siblings butt in. It's just generally a mess. How could you do this to me? Who's going to take care of the babies? I can't believe you'd be so selfish. If you like OP so much, go stay with her. These were all some of the things she said. She kicked me and little sister out, who stayed with me until they made peace. Both of our siblings reached out, one to say that I should have minded my own business and the other to tell me she was on my side but wouldn't say anything. After that, little sister moved back with her and didn't go to college. But they agreed she would get paid $6 an hour and be allowed to take more shifts at her job until the baby's born and then go to real college after the child turns one year old. I know it's messed up, but all of them, especially little sister, worship entitled mother like a god. I waited a year to act on my revenge, making sure my sister had saved enough money to live on her own. The Revenge First, what I did was research the legality of paying a homeless person in food and shelter. In the US, and depending on the state, it's legal as long as you do not cross the line and the person becomes an employee. For example, you can give the person a list of tasks you want done, however, you cannot say that it has to be done in a certain amount of time. You also cannot request someone to be somewhere at a certain time. You can ask, but you cannot demand on the time. It comes down to a choice of words. Also, you have to comply with rental laws. If the local law says that you must give 30 days notice to a tenant, then you must give 30 days notice to this person as well. I had proof of all of the situation. Several screenshots of entitled mother admitting not paying and not allowing little sister to move out, get a job and also admitting to kicking her out whenever she wanted. All this technicality seemed worthless since no one would sue her. But that didn't matter, I just wanted to make sure that her boss knew that if she were to be sued, it would be a sure case. 
Entitled Mother works for a civil rights attorney's office, so discovering she has a literal modern-day slave would probably get her fired. I could have just created a burner email and sent it all to her boss, but then they would explain to her why she's getting fired, and that would get me and little sister into trouble. So, what did I do? Well, Entitled Mother was always complaining about one of the bosses at her job that hated her and was always trying to get her fired. I went to the company site, found the woman, thankfully she was the only Ashley that worked there, found her on Instagram and Facebook. There she had a post tagging her yoga studio. I went to said studio and created my membership. It took a few weeks of trial and error trying to find exactly what class Ashley belonged to, but I finally found her. Then I went to yoga class every Tuesday and Friday at 8am for months, slowly building a friendship with her. Around three months in, she asked to follow me on Instagram and I already prepared for this scenario, having deleted a few pictures I had with Entitled Mother. After nine months, when our friendship was a strong baby, I brought up the crazy coincidence that I found out she worked with Entitled Mother. Before things could get awkward, I said it's ironic that she works for civil rights considering, you know, everything. Now that, that got Ashley's attention. I told her everything, showed her screenshots. I could practically see her eyes shining and glimmering. They had their own history that is not important to the story. All you need to know is Entitled Mother is a bitch, and Ashley wanted revenge as much as I do. I told her about Little Sister's situation and why Entitled Mother couldn't ever know about this. This is why being friends with Ashley was so important. If I had just sent them proof, and explained the situation, they would have probably just ignored it, since this was a very legitimate reason to fire her, and they wouldn't risk firing her for a minor mistake and maybe getting sued. I sent her the files with her promise that Entitled Mother wouldn't hear about this, but she needed it to convince the other owner, who was the reason why she wasn't fired yet. Two months later, Entitled Mother has been fired for minor mistakes, lateness, and general bad productivity. Small victory, sure, but I love coming to visit her during the four months she was unemployed. She was looking so tired and miserable all the time since she had no money to pay for a babysitter and little sister is away at college, so she actually had to take care of her own children. Moral of the story, check on your siblings. They might be living in a modern slavery arrangement. Well guys, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed episode 144 of Reddit Readings. Don't forget, head on over to our YouTube channel and make sure you are subscribed because we are dropping some new, unique and OC videos over there that you do not want to miss and they're coming in the next couple of days. Thank you very much for joining us again today, guys. I'll see you on YouTube. If not, I'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.